0: Welcome to episode one of season two of the Peaked Too Early podcast. This is a very special podcast. I am joined live by my co-host, Oscar Saywell, and friend of the pod, Thomas Hughes. We are using one microphone, (laughs) so I am not sure how well this will go. Thomas Hughes, how are you?
1: Um, Thrilled to be back. I cannot wait to see how your, uh, ratings on, on Apple Podcasts absolutely just crater after being, after this, but, uh, it was, it was great fun to watch both of you watch, uh, Newcastle-West Ham, a great game, and I'm sure we'll get that later, but I'll pass off to Oscar now, thank you so much. Hello, um, I will try and not gloat too much,
2: <laughs> massive win for West Ham 4-2, the first time, uh, that West Ham have got any sort of result when Blake's in the room, so, um, great stuff, and and yeah, we're going to recap some of the matches, talk some transfers, and Blake has some questions for Thomas about. so, As, uh, once again, Thomas hasn't watched any of the matches, so, Absolutely we, we'll yeah. see how
0: this goes, but, no. let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a live podcast, live from my basement, uh, <laughs> and so there are people not on the podcast, some non-friends of the podcast, <laughs> who are walking around, um, we start with some transfer talk. Uh, Arsenal spent a lot of money. We did. Uh, whether or not it was good spending, who knows? Um, you know they had the third best defense last year but spent fifty million. <laughs> <laughs> yep, third best defense, spent fifty million on a center back, Ben White, uh, who had a you know, an okay season last season. Mm-hmm. Um I'll start this off with Thomas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what do you off. think of uh, their choice to not really bring in any attackers? Yeah. Uh, with a struggling Lacazette and a struggling Aubameyang. Sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the conversion rate is of pounds to dollars, but but fifty million certainly does seem like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. I you know uh, the best the best offense is a good defense. Oh, uh, so I mean, I guess playing to your strengths in that sense does make sense. I do know they're at one of the top six, I believe. Um, so that does seem like a poor investment, especially if you're trying to build your brand, being an incredibly boring defensive team. Mm-hmm. that lost 2-0 to Brentford, mm-hmm. which I'm fairly certain was a village in <laughs> Game of Thrones. That does seem like like their, their vision as a club is maybe not aligned with what it should be. I don't know Canon logo Pretty fucking sick <laughs> Very smooth uh, Talking from Thomas there um,
2: Seeing as he has no idea who, What Brentford is I have um, heard the name
1: of Emme Yang so Oh okay yeah days. He's heard the name of Emme Yang um,
2: I watched this match I was actually Quite shocked at how poor Arsenal were um, I watched Maybe Almost every match I could This this weekend And the highlights And Arsenal were Far and away the worst That I've seen um, I haven't watched the Palace highlights actually So that They might be worse But um, yeah, I don't know. I think the jury's out on how good Ben White is still. Um, I don't know. It looks like they've lost out to Roma for Tammy Abraham, but they're trying to bring in another attacker, so I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, but I hope that Arsenal's woes continue because it's absolutely hilarious. And uh, if they keep it up, Arteta will be out soon. City and Chelsea are their next fixtures, So it, by the end of, what, uh, August, they could be firmly 20th. Um,
0: so so we'll see. But... Um, yeah, Blake. What did you think about this game? A reminder: we're talking about transfers, not uh Oh, we are right now. I'm sorry. Uh, no, we're good. We'll uh, we'll come back to the Brentford Arsenal. Talk so about talk it. So,
2: talk about Lukonga or uh, Nuno Tavares. Oh yeah. Tavares.
0: The, so uh, they, uh, yeah, Nuno Tavares. Benfica fans were happy to see him go. Um, kind of like what we were talking about with Ryan Fredericks. Oh People yeah. i say he's like physically phenomenal, but just mentally cannot make a good decision with the ball at his feet. Um, but they did bring in Albert sambi Lokonga, which I, he goes by Sambi. Um, and uh, supposedly he just was so phenomenal in training and preseason that he's forced his way into starting for Arsenal. Um, and, uh, you know, then they lost 2-0. So I'm yeah. uh, not sure how much it uh, is his fault, but uh, not Arsenal's best match. Um, they also sold Joe Willick to Newcastle United, which I'm absolutely uh, ecstatic about. But from the arse to the ass, uh, <laughs> Aston Villa, the big money like spenders, um, they brought in Buendia, Ashley Young, uh, Leon Bailey, Danny Ings, Axel Twanzibay, um, and I think there's another player who's going to be coming in. I can't remember who. But big spending to replace the loss of uh, Ahmed Al-Mohammadi. <laughs> uh, no, I'm joking. Just uh, Jack Grealish, who, yeah, thank God, he's out of Villa. Yeah. Um, opinions, Oscar Sewell.
2: I'm very interested to see how Villa will do this season. I think, look, on paper, their business is really good. Um, Danny Ings, I mean, that's a sensational signing, in my opinion. Um, and I think Buendia will be the, the one to try and have that same creativity as Jack Grealish um, and they've tried to replace Jack Grealish with what three players with Bailey as well uh, and Wendia um, we're not recapping so I'll, I'll save the 3-2 loss to Watford for later um, Villa so this is what their third season back in the Prem almost got relegated that first season were great last season I think they'll regress slightly I think it'll be tough for them um, when you bring in a ton of players it looks exciting on paper but can they jump I think that's the the issue um, but you know I mean first game of the season let's not be too reactive unless it's Arsenal obviously um, that's calamity for them um, but yeah I mean do you want to talk about some Watford signings they, they also signed quite a few players yep. um, they got Danny Rosen at left back who didn't feature but solid I guess um, and they have Cucho Hernandez who isn't a new signing but is finally uh, in the roster for them after like six years of being in lone wilderness and um, who else did they bring in? Bach uh, from Rochdale, yeah. very good striker. They brought in uh, Fletcher from Middlesbrough.
0: Emmanuel Dennis. Emmanuel
2: Dennis. Peter Atabo. Yeah, for, of uh, Club Brugge fame, who scored and like assisted against Real Madrid a couple of years ago in the Champions League. Atabo, who was like on Sunderland's books, but they got him from Spain or something. And um, and Josh King as well. So. I think they're firmly a championship side with those signings. Um, I don't think they have a great squad. But, I mean, you know, maybe they could pull something off with uh, Cisco Munoz.
0: Yeah, they also brought in uh, Uriah Kuchka, who is a hilarious player. uh, Nearly got a red card uh, in his debut match for Watford, uh, which is very much as advertised. He was, for Parma, he was absolutely mental. He was very good. But also, he's kind of like a Mitrovic-type player, where he just head goes at times, sees red, just like absolutely murder someone. I'd be surprised if Thomas even knew Watford were a club yeah. before today. Where are
1: Watford, Thomas? Um, a... I,
0: I was about to say, you
1: know, with, with regards to Aston Villa, um, certainly the fanciest-sounding name in the Premier League, <laughs> so you do like to see their, their spending keep up with that. Um, Watford. Where are they? Boy, there's um, a there's a
2: clue in the
1: back, and I was about to say that is a hell of a logo. Um, mm. it's it looks like a a moose. It's a heart. From, it's a heart. Yeah, so that's a clue. So then that is going to they're in the woods. Yeah, in the, the forest. Oh, yeah. dare I say, not to no, no, I do not. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's very much looking like uh uh the boss. Mm-hmm. From the boss level of like a 1980s level like Deer Hunter game, yeah, which is intriguing. Um, we need a place. Uh, can I give a general direction? Yeah. yeah. Northwest, no. south, Hertfordshire.
0: Damn. On the outskirts of London. And that is a place certainly. <laughs> <That's> you, Blake. <laughs> uh, can you tell me what their mascot is? You should know uh, this.
1: Great question. Uh, the are they the bees? No, what other kind of flying, stinging thing? Wasps. No. Nope. No. Hornets. Yes. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Third time's the charm.
0: I was really expecting you to say the hearts. Um, so, very impressed. Um, Go other... On. Going to the next uh, transfer talk. Uh, Who am I... Hold on. Who did we just leave off with? Oh, let's talk about some Brentford signings. Brentford, famous for not having a youth, a youth team. Ooh, uh, yes. Very interesting approach. Uh, and also... Uh, their transfer policy is like, go on, so FIFA, sort by high potential. <laughs> yeah, really an American approach to uh, English football. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've made it to the, the Premier League. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride, except yeah. this year. Brought in, they broke their transfer record yeah. uh, four times yeah. this season already, bringing in Onyeka from their sister I club, uh, Mitchelland. Uh, brought in Ayer from Celtic, who were happy to see him go, which was strange. Um, who was their other... Oh, Johan um from Lorient. Yes. And, uh, you know, some other, like, League One players signed. Um, and then, uh, really not any players leaving other than Dalsgaard, who was important for them a few seasons ago. Yeah. Um, we'll see if Moneyball works. Mm-hmm. Uh, it worked for... Uh, the first game of the season. Yeah. Uh earlier this off season Oscar and I talked about who has improved the least uh this off season and we both brought up Brighton yes. who have not I guess they have spent money but on some unproven names. Um Enoch Mwepu probably Mwepu there. Salzburg. He's a very good player for Salzburg, but is he Will he cut it? Who knows? Uh, they were an awful attacking team last year. Not really confident on their signings. Um, Thomas, do you know any of these names that they signed?
1: Uh, not only do I not know any of these names, I would have to phonetically sound out mm-hmm. most of them. I will say Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh-huh. I, Gary Dickert. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good <laughs> name for <laughs> uh, Sorry. Um, Dicker, I hardly know her. Nice. Um, I hope Albion. I might have to retract our previous comment about uh, Aston Villa having the fanciest sounding name. Brighton. Oscar, yeah. do you have any thoughts?
2: Um, Brighton, uh, forever the the club that plays nice football but is always perennially uh, almost getting relegated. I'm very curious to see how they'll crack on this season. Everyone loves graham Potter. Everyone loves their style of play. I really like the way the club is run very sustainably, Um, but they lack that firepower. Uh, And yeah, those signings, never mind Thomas, I don't think I really know any of those players either, apart from Wethu. So, um, yeah, they lost Ben White. That's not fantastic either. For 50 million. For 50 million, exactly, Thomas. Um, I guess they can regenerate uh, that money into into the team. Um, Their opponents this weekend were Burnley, who I have nailed on for relegation uh, when we do our predictions. They, I'm looking at them right now, um, brought in Wayne Hennessy, the Nazi. Mm. Uh, so um, I guess that's nice. And then a bunch of unknowns from, yeah. oh, Nathan Collins from Stoke. And then and a, then a couple youngsters here and there. Um, I don't think they've strengthened properly. Uh, they released a ton of players. Um, they they have new owners who who claim that they will pump money into the club that is yet to happen. They've lost Robbie Brady. That's, I think, probably the most ho- high-profile um, loss. And and Ben Gibson to, to Norwich, who was on loan there last season. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm not very uh, positive about Burnley or Brighton, honestly. I think I think they'll both be right down there um, at the bottom of the table.
1: Um, one quick question. It does seem like going through these, more teams are teams are releasing more players than they're taking on is that a sustainable thing is that an academy thing
0: it is largely th- the bottom of the you're replacing the the lowest players on your okay. roster you're just letting them go because they're not going to generate you any money it doesn't make any sense to sell them it's best for both sides just to release them let them pick a whatever club they uh-huh. feel yeah. will do the best and then you replace them with uh usually you know you're Sometimes your best prospects in your academy, sometimes just your oldest, they just graduate into the senior team and you know, kind of don't make any appearances and then we'll leave next year for free. Okay. Um, talking about not improved um, up until a few days ago, yeah. uh, Chelsea, they had only brought in Marcus Bettinelli, uh, the man with the greatest agent in the Premier League. Uh, he has just gone from payday to payday, uh, but recently brought in Romelu Lukaku, uh, who now holds the record for the most money ever spent on a single player. Um, he breaks Neymar's record. Teams have now spent like... It's like 350 million day. I, mean, yeah. I think it's 580 million pounds on Romelu Lukaku. He did not do that great for Manchester United, um, but, you know, was one of the best players in the world for Inter, so we'll see, you know, fourth time in the Premier League, back at his boyhood club, you know, we'll see how, well, not his boyhood club, but the clubby, the, the clubby sports, and when he moved, he was like 14. Yeah, very young. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Thomas, you have to know who Ronald Lukaku is.
1: That is one of maybe five names that I've recognized so far. Um, that is that is uh, certainly interesting um, that they that they chose to bring him back after winning the Champions League. Ooh, big, yeah, thank yeah. You. Uh, that that does seem to splash out after that does seem like an interesting choice. Um, and I will say, five hundred eighty million on one player. That is eleven and a half Ben Whites. It, that's so over that's many times. right? No, no, no. no I got made that, made. but still, that's eleven Ben Whites. That's that that's is 11, really 11, yeah. eleven and a half. Yeah,
2: I think that this is the signing that will win Chelsea the league mm. unless City gets king. Um, mm. He is one of the best players in the world right now um, and he's coming back in his prime, changed his diet, leaner, faster, always been super intelligent and he has something to prove, I think, uh, at, at that club that he loves. So, um, yeah, I, I, they've released or sold, as always, a lot of really good players. Mm. Um, Fikai Tomori to AC Milan, uh, Mark Guehi to Crystal Palace. Um, Who else? Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham looks like he's on his way out to Roma as of today. Um, Oli Giroud went to AC Milan. Moses has finally left the club. Conor Gallagher out to Palace on loan. I mean, this is obviously a team just with so, there's a whole farm of of players on their roster. So, this is what they do. Um, But, yeah, I am sad to say that I think Chelsea are looking in great shape this season. I'm interested to see if they'll bring in, they can include Jules Koundé from Sevilla, um, but with Trevor Chalaba playing and scoring and looking great in their opening fixture, perhaps they will save that money um, in the months to come. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, this was, uh, you know, the, those times where you, there was a, a player who you remember when you were a kid, Uh, You know, who who was a wonder kid? Uh, This is the end of Jamal Blackman's 15 years at Chelsea. um, Released, um, but you know, love Jamal Blackman. Shout out his Wickham days. Um, Also released Izzy Brown, Mm -hmm. um, who, you know, great player. um, Just never broke through. And uh, Chelsea lost absolute powerhouse, absolute wonder kid Charlie Wiggett to Newcastle. uh, (laughs) Went right into our U18s. Um, but yeah, you know Lukaku is ad as, as advertised. Um, Crystal Palace they brought in some uh, some really good players. players. Um, uh, Mar- Michael Elisa, um, who <laughs> was very briefly hated at Reading because someone faked a whole bunch of messages um of him shit talking Reading, and then it said so like Reading fans hated him for like. 13 hours yep. and then they came out as fake and they all love Michael Elisa again. Great plan. Um, I'm seeing here, they brought in Jacob Montez from Georgetown university, what? which is, Boy, it sucks, so. you that's kind of cool. It's 15 miles down the road from us. Um, and, uh, Mark Wehi from Chelsea, Shout out uh, too. uh, 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 Ingolo Conte saying Mark Wehi is the only player who, uh, has better stamina than him. Uh, Manderson. Anderson, uh, that's a decent signing. You know, they have a an okay team. Uh, it's a very interesting team. They also lost so many players, um, so many mainstays yeah, of their side. Um, so we'll see how they do. Obviously, it did not go well on their first day. Uh, moving on to Everton, and Oscar is shaking his hand at me.
2: Um, I am fascinated by Everton's transfer business so far this season. Uh, obviously they're bringing in Rafa Benitez and these seem to be like his signings but just listen to this Andros Townsend from Crystal Palace mm. Azmir Begovic from AOC Bournemouth mm. and Damari Gray from Leverkusu who he just joined in January some of the most bizarre I think transfer business of recent years mm. Townsend mediocre mid-table player 30 years old Damari Gray racked up a bunch of appearances for Birmingham and Leicester but never really had that consistency um I think they've basically just been brought in because they can cross a ball well, uh, and I guess it works on the weekend as they beat whoever at Southampton three one. But um, yeah, I'm fascinated by that transfer business, and I think that Benitez already has a very tenuous hold on 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 the uh, on the Everton faithful, and I think that if these players don't work out, uh, it's it's not going to go well for them. So uh, as for players that they've let go, a fair few. Uh, Theo Walcott finally left. Matthew Pennington, Joshua King, uh, Balassi released, love him, and um, yeah, just a bunch of
1: bunch of youngsters. So uh,
2: yeah, Thomas, can you name an Everton player?
1: Uh, Wayne Bruni about fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah, decent. Um, I think uh, yeah. I mean, Oscar, you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, yeah. um, with with those uh, releases and with those departures, uh, very interesting. I think this is the first one where every single club that a player went to looked looked, looked like fake. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Shrewsbury. I cannot believe that's a real place. Shrewsbury. And I'm sure they're gonna let
0: me hear about it on Twitter. <laughs>
1: but that 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 does sound like a like a location in, in
0: a Redwall novel. So mm. yeah, back to you, Blake. Sorry. You're good. Who is uh, England's national team starting goalkeeper? Joe Hart. Oh, close. Oh,
2: like ten years ago.
0: He has little arms.
1: His first name is Jordan. Jordan. Uh, Pickney,
0: mm. <laughs> Pickford, Jordan Pickford, little T Rex arm boy. <laughs> I thought that was the one name you might be able to get. Yeah. Um. Moving on, Leeds. Uh, you know, great move bringing Jack Harrison on a permanent. Uh, Junior Firpo, interesting signing. Yeah. Didn't really prove himself at Barcelona. Um. It is. And that's kind of all they've brought in, but. You know, they had a strong squad. They have a lot of players who, like, bought into the Bielsa ball. So, you know, uh, they needed to strengthen. Did they strengthen enough? Who knows? Uh, Leicester City uh, brought in my boy, Patsundaka. I love him. Uh, so, two Zambians in the Premier League, Mwepu and Daka, um, which is awesome. Brought in mm-hmm. Bubakari Samare, uh, okay. famous for... He's very good. Uh in Newcastle, or uh, Lille accepting bids from Newcastle three separate times, and three times rejecting <laughs> Newcastle uh, because of our training ground. Um, also brought in Ryan Bertrand, who, yeah, not people. a great player, but I guess kind of one of those players you need at the bottom of your squad. Um, mm-hmm. And Yannick Vestergaard very recently, uh, which it looks like he will not be starting, which I thought was interesting.
2: It's cover for Fafana who got injured.
0: Cover for Fafana, who... Broke his leg in one of the most egregious yeah. decisions by a Villarreal player in a friendly, yeah. um, just horrendous. Uh, that player has to get some sort of ban. This also saw the end of Christian Fuchs. Yeah. Um, Wes Morgan, uh, who are two guys who just, you know, for their forever, were, for their forever absolute legends. Um, and uh, good for them. Liverpool have brought in, I think they've, the first transfer of the Premier League and haven't brought in anyone since. Uh, Ibrahima Kanate, uh, yeah, fine player. We'll see if he's... I, I suppose they're bringing him into play center back. Yeah. Um, there's no way they're going to... He'd be a very expensive backup for Trent. Uh, they also let go of a lot of players. Um, Genie Wijnaldum is the big uh, player lost uh not many other players gone. Uh, so they're kind of quiet from Liverpool. Yeah. But uh, it's not like they really need it. Like a new signing, Virgil van Dyke comes and back. Gomez. And Gomez. who's not very good. But uh, Man City, you know, we'll see if they're done. But for now, they brought in the Scott Carson, um, legendary goalkeeper, and uh, Jack Grealish for 135 million pounds. We'll see if that wins them another league. Um yeah, we'll see. Who knows? They uh, also lost quite a few players, but none of it, nothing that their squad isn't deep enough that they can easily They've replace. They got 20 mil for
2: Lucas in matchup.
0: Lucas in matchup? Good He's player. Such a good player. Yep, very Love good. Him. I could have chosen to play for England? Yeah, you could have. Yeah, I chose he, to play Germany, for Germany. Right? Germany yeah. As um, Manchester United spent a lot of money. Oscar. Yeah. Where will Manchester United finish this season?
2: I think I have Manu down for third. Um, they brought in Jaden Sancho for a lot of money. 70, 80 mil, something like that. Made a sub appearance uh, That's great business. Finally have someone on the right, right wing. Tom Heaton, full circle. Come back to the club. He was, at as a kid, um, he'll serve as a backup goal, goalie. And then um, Rafa Varan, who was unveiled yesterday, finally. Great signing. He's 28. He's won everything in the game. Some washed-up English pundit saying he's not going to be good enough. That's hilarious. Um, so, look, they strengthened. They might bring someone else in, possibly, but finally looking like they have some decent squad depth. Um, they've got Rashford to come back in October after that shoulder surgery he's had. Mason Greenwood looks like he's going to play down the middle, learn from Cavani. Um, solid. I think if they don't challenge for silverware this season, it is firmly Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's fault. And, um, yeah, I guess I'm excited to see what they do. Um Released like 50 billion players but uh, that makes sense um, they usually do that from their academy up next um, we have the the Magpies let's put it over to Blake what do you think of Newcastle's transfer business so far
0: for a while nothing we were the only club not to make a signing for a long time uh, other than three players uh, to our uh, U23s and U18s we signed Duncan Ferguson's kid um, who is an uh, animal and hopefully he uh, you know, does quite well for himself. His dad is a Newcastle legend so uh, you know all the best for Cameron. Uh, Remy Sam- Savage, who is Robbie Savage's, Robbie Savage's son, uh, quite highly rated yeah. uh, and then Charlie Wiggett who is, his dad played but not not a big player like the other two. And then very recently unveiled yesterday morning, I believe Joe Willick in for $20 million, um, which returns the squad to the same strength it was last season. So we still have not improved, but, you know, getting one player in, you know, I'm happy. Um, and Joe Willock, he loves Newcastle. Um, so glad to see that. Released a lot of players. Um, you know, I know a lot about these players, but none of them are very interesting. Um,
2: wait, wait. Um. Remy Savage is not Robbie Savage's son. Oh. I just Googled it. Uh, his son is actually just signed a contract for United. Mm. So, unrelated. But um, looking him up, he has very nice hair. Oh. Uh, long and curly. So, All right. you know, maybe he'll
0: do something. Uh, moving on to some big spenders. Spending that Buendia money. Mm. Norwich City. Uh, brought in uh, Millet Rashicha uh, from Bremen and uh, he you know I love to see a Kosovan player in the Premier League Mm. he's very cool Um, they brought in Ben Gibson from Burnley who I will always love Ben Gibson he's a cool player Um, some loans uh, Pierre-Lise Malou uh, pretty good player last season we'll see how they do they brought in Josh Josh Sargent the American uh, who is uh, really good and uh, Christos Solis from Pauk Uh, who very highly rated youngster um, but oh and Gilmore and Billy Gilmore on loan so essentially you know trying their own money ball go to SoFIFA store by potential bring in some good young players with that money we'll see how they do Um, they released some players they sold Bundoia for a lot of money I don't think really anything else of note Um, Yosif Dermich out on loan that's fine Um, Southampton, talking about squads that may or may not have strengthened from last season, uh, bringing in Theo Walcott from Everton, uh, on on a permanent, uh, and Adam Armstrong, the reverse Alan Shearer, uh, (laughs) has, uh, made his way to Southampton, scored on debut. Uh,
2: yeah, I was sad about the fact that West Ham didn't, um, bring in Adam Armstrong. I thought he would have been a perfect backup for Antonio, but, um... I'm pretty worried about Southampton. I think they're going to finish pretty far down the table. Um, And they brought in uh, Armando Brogia from Chelsea, who was on loan at the Test last season. Extremely highly rated striker. Very good, apparently. So, you know, maybe he'll help fill that Danny Ings void. Um, But, yeah, apart from that, it's really just getting rid of players. Ryan Bertram went on that free. Yannick Vestergaard went to Leicester as well. Wesley Hoot's gone. Angus Gunn went back to Norwich. Um, Obviously, Ings. And uh, Mario Lemina uh, too, who just played left-back for Nice yesterday and scored in the sixth minute against Lille. So I uh, guess he's going to do good things there. Um, yeah, I guess we can move on to Tottenham, who are hilariously still struggling to bring in players, although they bought brought in Gallini and Romero from Atalanta. Um, Romero, highly rated centre-back. Gallini back up to Lloris right now. As well as Brian Hill from Sevilla, who is also very highly rated. They bought him in for quite a lot of money. LaMelo went the other way so um, yeah they they're doing okay business I guess they're playing City right now we'll see how their season goes um, I think the big the big question is whether they um, they lose Harry Kane uh, Thomas do you think they'll lose Harry Kane?
1: Uh, you know it's a, it's a great question I would mm, I would say based off the fact that he's not playing today it, that seems yeah. like a tough tough one to come back from um, I I mean, certainly in American sports, the sort of holdout has become more and more common in recent years, and uh, it's interesting to see that spreading over the football. So, yeah. Uh, Blake?
0: I'm not sure about Harry Kane. Uh, I think he wants to leave. Whether or not he's allowed to, who knows. He's been very adamant he will not hold out or sit out of training or any of that, so... Yeah, I don't know. Not even on the bench today against uh, City. So, is that a sign? Who knows? Um, we only got a few more to talk about. Oscar, you want to talk about West Ham? Yep.
2: Um, we have not brought in many players. Most high profile would be Alphonse Areola, uh, on them from PSG, who's a great goalie. Um, we'll see if he use up Fabiansky. Yeah, yeah. Um, we brought in um, Armstrong Ocoflett, from Flex, rather, from uh, what a name. Celtic, who had a really good preseason. I think he'll serve as... I mean, we'll see. Moyes doesn't like to break through youngsters too much. Um, and he's sort of like a, a winger-type deal. Um, didn't play that much for Celtic. But, uh, you know, good to add squad depth. And then we we just brought in a couple of youngsters uh, from Reading and Chelsea, respectively. Released quite a few players. Um, Fabian Balbuena, probably being the most high profile, he's gone to... Um, Batiste in Spain Nathan Trott out on another loan I think this time to France right um uh, yeah and Frederick Alves uh who's a highly rated centre back for us he went to Sunderland on loans to get some game time and then finally um Wolverhampton Wanderers who are another club I think will struggle this season not much transfer business uh Ait-Nuri's come in on a permanent that's pretty much it uh oh friends Francisco Trincao from Barcelona who was very highly rated when he was in Portugal. Um, Jose Saar from Olympiacos to replace the outgoing goalkeeper whose name is escaping me. Patricio. Right now, Patricio, who went to Roma. Um, and, yeah. Uh, Vinagre leaving. Um, Patricio leaving. Wolves, pretty pretty boring, to be honest. And, and that wraps it up. That wraps up the transfer business. Um more to come. I guess we'll have to do a part two because
0: uh, the transfer window is still open. Where do you want to go next, week?
2: Uh,
0: well, first we'll get closing remarks on transfers from our very own Thomas Hughes. Uh, yeah, certainly, certainly a lot of movement. I will say Wolverhampton Wanderers,
1: mm. far and away my favorite yeah. Mumford & Sons album. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Yeah, a uh, lot of movement. Um, surprising amount of, I guess, well, I don't know. It, it It seems like there's a fair balance between sort of imports and uh, movement around the Premier League. I don't know if that's usual or not, but
0: certainly something to think about, I suppose. I think maybe this season we've seen a little bit more buying from within, Mm -hmm. Um, a lot more uh, like poaching big clubs, youngsters, giving them a chance, Um, especially Chelsea. Chelsea's seen sort of an exodus of their academy, um, Mm. which. Interesting. We'll see. The, the one of the best ways to make money in the Premier League is have an incredible academy, and you just sell your youngsters who've never even made an appearance for your senior team, and you just make absolute bank. Liverpool have made a, uh, you know, some could say their uh, return to superiority in the Premier League is due to just their academy selling players and funding their uh, senior team. So let's get into some uh, football. As much as I love transfers, uh, we need to start with uh, opening day. One of the most fun matches I did not get to watch. Um, I was unfortunately not around a computer, mm. uh, but I got to live vicariously through Oscar Saywell. yeah Oscar, what are your thoughts on this Arsenal lineup?
2: Oh, yeah, I was... Uh... I was pretty surprised by the lineup. Obviously, they had La- they had Lacazette and Aubameyang out for an unnamed illnesses. Uh, apparently, not COVID. You have okay. to you have to disclose that, so something else. Um, so I guess they missed them. I said to Blake, "It looks honestly like the Arsenal lineup. If you didn't know who some of those players were, you'd think that's like a promoted side." So they had Balogun up top, Marcinelli, Smith Rowe, and the whole Sambi Lokonga started. Pablo Mari at the back alongside Ben White, Chambers. At right back very poor team uh, and they played dreadfully the only player the only good player as usual was Emile Smith-Rowe um, who gave it his best they were of shambles at the back um, I appreciate they were playing away from home Brentford have been in the top flight since 1947 their fans were buzzing but they were just they were just bulldozed by Brentford essentially um, they offered nothing uh, they had all these wayward shots. I think it was like 22 of them or something, but no, nothing, nothing of importance. I bet that XG was super low. Um, they are in real trouble if they keep playing like that, frankly. Um, and I, you know, Brentford were good. I think they'll get relegated. I wasn't like super, super impressed by them. It was really nice to see them win. Um, I, I love Ivan Tony. uh, sad for Blake, ex Newcastle player. he, Newcastle could have both Adam Armstrong and Ivan Tony up top if they had just kept on uh, to them. I was impressed by uh, Onyeka. I like him a lot, and um, and looked good too. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, it, it, I think first games of the season don't really mean much. But Brentford fans will be buzzing the bees, nice. and um, and I'm excited to see what they do.
0: Yeah. I'd like to uh, do a little game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, We can't guarantee we'll have Thomas here all the time, but because he is here, I want to uh, have him pronounce some Brentford player names. Thomas can speak French, so... All right, so we'll start with the goalkeeper, Uh, David Raya. Perfect. He was born in Barcelona, but he is a huge Real Madrid fan. Uh, This guy, his first name is Christopher. Uh, Christopher Ayer. Hi, here. This is close enough. Okay. know. All right. Uh, his first name is Pontus. Yeah. Uh, Pontus Jansen. Yes, perfect. Great job. Uh, Ethan Pinnock is easy. Okay. Um, Sergi Kanos, that's easy. Next to him, Frank. Onyeka. Onyeka. Oh, ah, yep. Okay. Uh, then we get into a, a Danish player. Oh, boy. Um, his name is Christian.
1: Christian Nargard.
0: Nurgård. No uh, D. Okay. nur Uh This is the German... Vincent? Yeah. Janel? Yeah, Janel? Janel. Ah. Uh, you got Rico Henry ah. next oh, it's to him. That's Henry? Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not Henry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we have the exciting Frenchman. Mm-hmm. Mbemo? Mbemo. Uh, and Ivan Tony up top. Mm. They are... Uh, they have doubled the number of Danish players playing in the Premier League. Wow. Very impressive. Shout out the Danes. Um, Just my thoughts on the game. Uh, The first goal was deserved for Brentford. The second goal was a little bit lucky. Um, But it's really Arsenal's awful defending on both. Um, I think uh, Callum Chambers is not Premier League quality. I'll say this over and over again. He got really badly beat by uh, Sergi Canos mm, um, and then on the second goal uh, Nurgor uh, heads it into an open goal because I, I can't remember which player maybe Pontus Jansen uh, just boxed out burned Leno. Not no Arsenal player even attempted to get Jansen off of Leno mm. um, so you know Arsenal fans are saying it's controversial but you know you, you have to defend your goalie in that situation. Um, sending this over to Oscar yeah. Sewell. And we can move on in a
2: second. I just want to
0: say David Raya
2: was really, really impressive. Um, he, he made some great saves. Um, one particularly from maybe Smithrow down to his right. It was a really good save. So, you know, with these promoted sides, we've seen it in the past if they have a goalie who outperforms or overperforms, it really, really helps. So maybe he'll be that player. I know that in the championship he's been inconsistent. He's pretty young. He's like twenty-five. He's been inconsistent for a few years, but maybe stepping up to the next level will sort of bring something more out of him. Do we want to move on to another one?
0: Yeah, we'll talk about uh, Manchester United Leeds United in one sentence. Manchester United just utterly thrashed them. Um, I couldn't even bring myself to watch the highlights. It was just a pure domination. Talk about that. Um, yeah, Pogba, people were giving him shit uh, pre match, oh, but then post match, shut up the haters. So that's where
2: um, I was to have four assists in
0: one match. Four assists, one game. Insane. That's a lot. Uh, the uh, Leicester City Wolves, the fake Midlands derby. Right? Fake Midlands derby. Uh, Leicester won. I thought it was quite comfortable. Um, despite only being 1 0, Leicester had the majority of chances. Wolves did not really look like they were going to do much um, Jamie Vardy sort of wasted quite a few of his chances, um, he, he tried some really elaborate stuff, was caught off sides a few times, um, which is normal for Vardy, but, you know, it, it was a comfortable Leicester win, um, then moving on to Chelsea Palace, you know, Chelsea dominated Palace, Palace did not look very strong, the only thing worth noting is, uh, is it Trevor? Yep. Yeah, Trevor Chalaba uh, scored the third goal. It was a beauty. Uh, went to celebrate, broke down into tears. Great to see. He's the only Chelsea player. You know, I'll be happy to see succeed.
2: Um, Patrick Vieira, new Crystal Palace manager, saying after the match, or pleading with the board after the match to give him more players, which I thought was interesting because obviously they brought in uh, quite a few. But if you look at that bench, the squad depth is not there. So there's just a bunch of youngsters who he, say, who he says clearly aren't ready for the uh, for the Premier League. So I guess we'll see um, if they bring in anyone else. Um, Watford put Villa to the sword in a great match, 3-2. Um, we had debut goals from Emmanuel Dennis in the 10th minute. Uh, and Kucha Hernandez, who got the third with the absolute screamer from the just outside the 18-yard box from the left. Into the right-hand corner, um, classic. I think opening game from a promoted side, sort of a bit chaotic. To be fair, Danny Ings did score like a 97th-minute penalty to make it 3-2, so it wasn't um, anything like that. But Blake?
0: yeah, so the you know last-second penalty to make it 3-2, um, but certainly there was a, a turning point where all of a sudden Aston Villa looked like they might come back and get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, challenge that led to the penalty oh, was yeah. one of the worst challenges I've seen a player put in in a long time. Um, Massina, who is uh, Italian turned uh, Italian born Moroccan, um, yeah. and he's uh he was a, a very highly rated youngster, um, who has sort of petered out, but is still quite young, twenty three or twenty four. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um. You know, John McGinn scored a wonderful uh, half volley. Very impressive. Um, And Danny Yang's scoring on debut, although it's a penalty. Uh, Everton Southampton, uh, you know, started out really poorly for Everton. um, Although they were certainly having more chances. Uh, Adam Armstrong then nicked Michael Keane of the ball. Um, Michael Keane. What is he thinking? I think Michael Keane's actually a very representative player for Everton as a football club. <laughs> um, you know, super high potential as a youngster, bits of class every once in a while, but at sometimes he can just he can switch he off. He can really yeah shit the bed. Um, I'll hand this over to Oscar Um
2: Yeah, the Everton fans were booing them at halftime because uh, they didn't look good in the first half, but then Rafa made some in-game changes. I thought that Alex Iwobi really changed the game. Uh, he came on and immediately got an assist, looked good for them. Um, he, I'm very interested to see how his career will pan out, because he made a ton of appearances for Arsenal as a youngster, and then sort of weirdly moved to Everton, and I guess in danger of having a pretty mediocre career, but I guess if he can become an important player under Rafa, then Rafa shows loyalty. Um I think, yeah, Rafa will be relieved that they turned it around at home, opening game of the season against a what will probably turn out to be a pretty poor Southampton side. Um, my prediction for Rafa is that he'll be gone by Christmas though. Um, I think that they might struggle. Um, but, you know, Richarlison and uh, Dominic Cavallon looked like they were continuing their nice partnership. Richarlison having played 15 games in the offseason for Brazil, winning an Olympic gold. Along the way, he'll burn out soon, I should imagine. Um, yeah, uh but yeah it was a it was a decent game, I guess. I watched like sixty minutes
1: of it. Thomas, do you have any thoughts about this game? No, whatsoever. Okay. Yeah,
0: back to you. Not back to Oscar. I took the mic. <laughs> uh yeah, the the fat waiter gets his uh gets his revenge. I love Rafa Benitez with all my heart. Uh yeah, the glasses tuck at the ninety minutes, you know. Made me a little emotional. Um I just love to see Rafa. Happy, um, yeah. you know. I wish him all the best. I hope he's you know, has a fine time at Everton. Um, yeah, Oscar <laughs> muttering, he won't at me. Uh, we talked a little bit about Burnley, Brighton. I um, actually thought Burnley played relatively well. Um, yeah, they. It's certainly a foreign, uh, which strange to call anything about Burnley foreign, <laughs> but uh, a foreign first... 50 minutes, maybe, by Burnley, where they were playing quite well, but then they collapsed. Um, and uh, nearly two identical goals for Brighton. Uh, Thomas, what can you tell me about Burnley Football Club?
1: They're not Barnsley. Oh, and that's another club. Close to each other now. Huh? Sure. Uh, no way that could be confusing. Um, they were recently promoted?
0: Nope. Damn, mainstays.
1: That's all I got. Okay.
0: They are mainstays in the Premier League, um, although arguably are. should not be. Um, and they're like the proper Brexit four-four-two all English players. Ah. They're located in just the worst area, <laughs> where they can't attract any okay. any player. Like no player any wants to lives, go yeah. there um, because it's just a. Desolate town where, where no one has work and yeah. very poor. And um,
2: to paint a picture, famous for last even season, some some burning fan hired a plane to fly White Lives Matter over the stadium. Ooh! So that's the kind of vibe
1: that we're gotcha. We're talking about there. Yeah. Gotcha.
2: Um, Liverpool comfortably beat Norwich. I think Good. it was Salah, Jota, and Firmino getting the goals. I was convinced that Norwich would pull off a victory against them. Van Dijk. Uh, Back already putting those raking passes across the field. He looked a bit rusty, but, you know, that would be a huge boost for them. I don't have a ton to say about them. Blake, do you want to add anything, or should we give the mic to Thomas to talk about your pass of us now?
0: Yeah? Yes. Uh, the true neutral of the three of us. Uh, here is one Thomas – I don't know your middle name. Robert? Nope. James. James, Jacob. Oh, there Jacob. You yeah, I know yeah. you're TJ. Okay. Uh, Thomas Jacob Hughes. Uh yeah. Uh, what a pleasure to join <laughs>
1: these two. Um, absolutely, uh, cracking match. I think is Ooh, what people said. Love yeah. that. Um, I I will acknowledge it was a it was an entertaining match. Um, I think it was it was a, a for at least two thirds of it a poorly played match, but in a very entertaining way. Um, the first half was certainly tight and then it sort of opened up a bit in the second um, early goal fourth or fifth minute from Newcastle United uh, Blake did a little dance and things were not looking great within the first minute and a half Oscar had already stood up to yell at the TV um, yeah a lot of the goals here sort of seemed like they, they failed into scoring um, both of Newcastle's goals I would say more west hand concessions than Newcastle goals Um Certainly, West Ham's first goal. Uh, there were three attempts. I think on the shot as it went into the net, they would have all put it off sides, but none of them got through. Um, yeah, Newcastle United uh, certainly very defensively minded with that that those five men in the back. Um, both of their goals in I believe both the first half. Yeah. Yes. They went two. Um, well. Certainly capitalizing on on catching West Ham flat footed in the box. Um, by the time West Ham had equalized it, Oscar, within seconds of that, said that Newcastle would win 3-2 with the goal <laughs> in the 95th minute. Um, play really sort of opened up uh, around the 50-minute mark. Um, first good goal, I said 52nd minute. Um, Newcastle United, even though they, they didn't... The score didn't show it. They certainly had some beautiful runs there in the second half. Um, and then the 65th minute, the strike from Antonio, uh, uh, leading to a shot of the West Ham United... Uh, fan section uh, prompting Blake to mutter toothless bastards um, mm-hmm. yeah some some tempting scores um, ending 4 two a, a great a great game my my one daring prediction is that I would fall asleep and that did not come true mm-hmm. so that's that's great yeah off to Oscar
2: um I won't go I really want. Um, <laughs> he has a massive
1: smile on his face. I do.
2: I do have a massive smile on my face. Um, I'm genuinely impressed, actually, that we came back from mm-hmm. two-one down mm-hmm. away at St James's Park to win four-two. I agree with Thomas. I think there were a lot of soft goals, dreadful defending, um, both from West Ham and Newcastle. Like Saeed Benrahma and mm-hmm. Jacob Murphy winning headers isn't what you really want from either side. Um, I was very impressed by Mikael Antonio's finish uh, to mm-hmm. to make it four. I thought that was worthy of the new number nine shirt that he has on his back, which I was unaware of until uh, we were watching. Um, I liked Saeed Ben-Rama, who also got a goal. Big hopes for him this season. Um, And I I like the fact that West Ham are so fluid in their setup. You saw once again that we were switching from a four to a three at the back, uh, depending on how the flow of the game is going. We had much less possession than Newcastle, but sort of hit on the break quite well, I thought a um, little bit worried about the defending uh, to be fair uh, but yeah I think we showed some, some good heart um, the performers of last season Cresswell Socek and Antonio scoring again and um, would you say it was deserved in the end blank or no? Sorry
0: I hope the mic did not get unplugged there uh, we will see we will see <laughs> what has happened in terms of audio quality I can always just you know split the audio Hike it up at one point. Uh, yeah, fully deserved for West Ham. Um, I think the the onus is on Steve Bruce, um, not failing to make any changes. Uh, just very typical Some of t- Newcastle. Um, just overall. So, one John Joe Shelby says he loves Steve Bruce because Steve Bruce does not make them run during practice, which you could see. is. A nightmare, uh, and has caused many times uh, over the last two years for us to lose leads, and today was no different story. Um, I will say, Oscar lied to you and said that Newcastle had more possession when that just was not true. Uh, West Ham the with fifty four, Newcastle with forty six. Um, it was a very typical Newcastle match. I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about it. It's the first game of the season, but. This is what life is like under Steve Bruce. Um, this is what life is like as a Newcastle supporter. So it's whatever. I'm not too upset. Um, I think we'll stay up this season, but I think it'll be a, a 16th place, 17th so place. Yeah, ASM was as advertised picking up, you mm-hmm. know, with a, exactly where he left off. Um, just phenomenal player. Callum Wilson loves scoring against West Ham. Nine goals in eleven appearances against game. West Ham, which is unbelievable. Yeah, that it's is like such body against such a good return. Um, whatever, you know, it's, it's just I'm very apathetic. You know, we'll beat the the teams we need to beat at times. We'll pull out the occasional good result, but just whatever, man. Yeah, uh, and, it's uh, no nil, Yes, and uh, checking in on Tottenham-Man City, which is the last match no we need to talk about. No shots on target by either side. Tottenham getting absolutely outpossessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man City obviously with more passes, higher okay. pass accuracy. Uh, Tottenham have seven fouls already, but zero yellow cards. Um, what a shit game. Yeah, it appears we're not missing much. Uh, but uh, we will see. Uh so, with the transfer recaps and the game recaps now done, it is the return of Blake's five questions. Yay. I need to turn my computer around so that okay. people cannot see it. Uh, this, uh, <clears throat> These questions are themed, as I mm. tend to do. Um, and this one, these questions are inspired by Brentford's uh, performance against Arsenal. So these are all Brentford-related questions. The first question, as always, is a wonder kid um, that I ask Oscar about, and then I ask him, "Do you think he's lived up to his potential? Do you mm-hmm. think he's a failed wonder kid? Has he sure. not lived up, but you know, still had a decent career with Brentford's moneyball uh, history?" in the last, what, seven years, um, since they've risen from League Two. Mm -hmm. They have not, honestly, have not missed very many times. They tend to purchase players who will bring them up to the next level Then, when those players, if they are still good enough, will keep them there. If not, they move on, bring in a new player. They never go full send, buying a phenomenal player until recently when they got a ton of money. And spending it on the Ollie Watkins, the Mbamos, the uh, Ivan Tonys. Uh, so, the one player who I could find who is not, has certainly gone into his peak and now maybe, maybe out of it, maybe not, is this player. Let me re angle myself so I can see my computer. He was a youngster. At Everton. He then, uh, he spent a long time there, although he never made a senior appearance. He went on Brentford twice on loan before joining them permanently, spending a total of six years at Brentford. He left in 2016 to QPR, oh, sorry, he made, uh, that is, over 200 appearances for Brentford. Moved to QPR in 2016 Stayed there until 2019, making a further 125 appearances before joining his current side. I will ask Thomas, do you even know this player? And then I will ask Oscar, where are they currently? Thomas, have you ever heard the name Jake Bidwell? Absolutely not, no. Oscar, where is Jake Bidwell? Sunderland? Oscar has a phenomenal record on this show. Almost always predicting where the player is. However, he was wrong today. Give me a clue. Give me a clue. It is not in England. Is it in the Netherlands? Where? It's in the UK.
2: Like some Scottish club. Not Scottish.
0: In Ireland?
2: Oh, Swansea?
0: He's at Swansea? He has made is he? 78 appearances. 78 him? appearances, yeah. and uh, at 28 years old, I known is that, a Thomas. I
2: known uh. quite
0: the frequent player at Swansea City. Yeah. Um, I think he's one of those players. It's very hard to... Because he wasn't truly a wonder kid. He was just no. a youngster sure. with decent potential. He's a and no he's academy, had an so. incredible career. Um. He's only 28. He's only 28, yeah. Mainstay in the championship. And, uh, you know, he's a decent player. Okay. Uh, with these questions as well, it'll go with Thomas and then Oscar. Because I yep. am predicting Thomas may not get many of these I think questions. Thomas is going
1: to get everything. That sounds about right, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, Sergi Canos uh, oh. scored today. Um, okay. He is Spanish. Yeah. Uh, he started his career at his hometown club, Nules, in okay. Spain. Uh, quite a small club, third division, I believe. Okay. Uh, since then, he has played for three clubs. Who are the three clubs other than Brentford?
1: Am I allowed to Are they all English?
0: No. You can ask me the country. Yeah. Um, countries? Please. Spain, England,
1: England. Spain, England. I know this. Uh, I'm gonna go Bilbao.
2: Bilbao. Yeah, a,
1: that's it. Show. Thanks. Uh, Fulham and Wolves. Uh, he was at Barcelona's
2: Academy. Okay. I know he's at
1: Liverpool. La Masia. And
2: I'm gonna go Norwich.
0: That is absolutely correct. He was from La Masia. Wait, wait, wait. Who was correct? <laughs> Oscar was obviously correct. Uh, he then joined the Liverpool. Uh, no. I don't believe he... I think I he think made He made, an an he made one, individ, one single appearance for Liverpool, moved to Norwich, had an okay loan deal, and then went to Brentford. Um, okay, next question. Moneyball Ooh. has been talked about a lot. Yeah. Uh, how many signings... Have Brentford ever made for over five million pounds?
1: I love that. You know, it's so funny because I just watched the trailer for the for the Moneyball soccer movie. Um, recasting Brad Pitt certainly an interesting choice on their part. I'm the no, the question was number of sightings. Number of signings? over five million pounds. Over five million, over pounds. Five million pounds. Seventeen. Okay, I'll go.
0: Five. Oh, wait, Thomas wait, wait, oh. was so close. Oh, if you... he had just closed his mouth a second oh, earlier, oh. they, oh. they have made seven signings. That was close. Yeah, seven signings. One of those with bracket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ivan Tony, Pontus Jansen, <laughs> I don't know Mbemos' first name, Ollie Watkins, Frank Onyeka, Johan Vissa, and oh, Christopher sorry. Ayer. Not Ivan Tony? He's the first one. Oh, said, Ayer. Ayer. Um, which to make it to the Premier League with only seven players ever signed for over five million especially with the money they've sold some of these players for like Watkins um, well they didn't sign him for more than five I know but they sold him but they for, sold him like, for like, 20 yep really and uh, four. Neil Maupet um, but yeah so seven signings making it to the Premier League let's see if they stay up uh, next question how did Brentford get the nickname The Bees?
1: Well, Blake,
0: uh, you may notice it's the first letter of their oh. name.
1: Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say the buzzing historical industry of honey making, mead brewing? Ooh, in Brentford. Uh, I also have no
2: idea. I will go. Is that part of London? Lots of. What, what are they? Bees? What,
1: what are they called?
2: Oh,
1: like hives? Yeah. yeah. Apiaries. Apiaries. There we go. Um, I. That's what I'll go for. Okay. Relatively fancy
2: part of
0: it. I don't know. I don't know. Both of you are incorrect. Oh, are yeah. you sure? Really? In <laughs> the buzzing honey thing okay. was it correct? In the 1800s. Okay. Uh, Like late 1800s, 1880s. Yeah. They're an old cup. I believe. Uh. There were a group of supporters yep. who went and they were chanting, Up the Bees, to support one of the Brentford players who was enrolled at Borough Road College. B for Borough. And the local media thought that oh. the Brentford Football Club's mascot was the Bees. That's awesome. So it is literally just a miscommunication. Uh, I like it, though. It's quite yeah quite an interesting story. It's like the only fun fact I could find about uh, Brentford other mm-hmm. than Moneyball stuff. Uh, and my final question to end this podcast: uh, Did the way that Brentford play on Friday change your mind on what you think the season outcome will be for them? Oscar has already answered this. Thomas, do you think? Did you think that Brentford would get relegated? And after them beating Arsenal quite comfortably. Would your opinion change? Yeah, I mean, the total
1: about face on my on my opinions of Brentford. Um, you know, it, it uh, top of the table alphabetically speaking. Um, so you know, that that is certainly something. And uh, does it affect how I feel they will finish the season? In the fact, in the sense that I. Do now know that they will have a season, mm. and that they are a real thing in the Premier League. Yes, I would say this was absolutely um, um, a a a statement win for Brentford. Um, cannot cannot wait to see uh, what this means for them going forward. And I, you know, I hate to say it, I don't I don't know if it's too soon for the uh, relegation talks to begin for Arsenal. Ah, uh,
2: I have a quick question for you. Do you think the money ball system will work in the top five?
1: Um, I think if you're shooting for like a mid-table finish, Mm -hmm. given the sheer number of teams that seem to be just uh, terribly run and have absolutely no idea what they're doing in terms of uh, spending into oblivion and and just uh, uninspiring tactics and and signings, Mm -hmm. I think Certainly, it could work for them for a season or two. I think probably people will wise up to what they're doing. And um, it's going to be hard to keep sort of flipping players, especially when you're to the higher levels. So that that will be interesting to see.
2: Excellent answers, as always, though. I will wrap up this with a question for Blake. Um, How many goals does Ivan Tony score this season?
0: I will go... He scores 14 goals. Wow. But Brentford do not stay up. I think Brentford will get that 18th place finish. Um, and I think Newcastle will be one point higher than them and nice. stay up on the season. With that being said, do you guys have anything else to add? Nope. No? Okay, with that being said, uh, follow uh, Lady Hands Hughes uh, on Twitter at TJHugs23. Follow the six foot five giant Oscar <laughs> at O H S C U H follow or Iron Hobbs uh, no. <laughs> Follow me at The Munch. and uh follow the podcast at peaked the number two early pod. Email us peaked to early pod at gmail dot com. Leave us a review uh and take care.
1: I'm standing